0: Hello, I'm Caroline Jones, the College Archivist, and I'm delighted to be back with you doing another podcast. I'm hoping that this will again become a semi-regular event where we delve into the archives and college history to tell some interesting stories. Over the last few weeks, of course, all of us have been affected in some way by the death of Queen Elizabeth II, Britain's longest reigning monarch and the only one whom many of us can remember. But you may not be aware of her long connection with Wellington So that's what we're going to be looking at today. Wellington College has always had a close connection with the royal family, right from its foundation. In fact, the school was quite possibly the idea and very much the personal project of Albert, the prince consort, the husband of Queen Victoria. He was hugely involved in the beginning of college, its purpose, its building and design, its curriculum, choosing its first master and and much more. He was the college's first president, which in those days meant that he actually chaired the governor's meetings. And the college hierarchy was set up with, at the top of it, our visitor, to whom all the governors are answerable. And the first visitor was Queen Victoria. And since then, our visitor has always been the reigning monarch of the time. And our president has nearly always been another member of the royal family, although nowadays they don't have to chair the governor's meetings. So the Queen's father, King George VI, took on the role of visitor when he became King. He only visited the college once, but that was on a very important occasion, just two months after the college had been bombed in the autumn of 1940 during the Second World War and the master had been killed. The King realised that this was a a very traumatic and demoralising event for the college and so he wanted to visit and show his support. And he brought with him his wife, the then Queen, and his two daughters, Princess Elizabeth and Princess Margaret. Princess Elizabeth, of course, grew up to be the Queen. So that means that her first visit to Wellington was, in fact, in 1940, when she was just 14 years old. And one of my favourite things in our archives is the visitor's book from that time, and in it the page where the Royal Party signed their names on that visit, including the small, neat signatures of Princess Elizabeth and her sister Margaret, who was just 10. We also have photographs of the visit, which show the princesses walking behind their parents as they toured the buildings. They went to a chapel service and then to the dining hall, the Combermere, the air raid headquarters, which were in the basement of the science block and the Stanley air raid shelter. We know that this visit made an impression on the Queen because she mentioned it in her speech on a later visit and also uh, on one of her later visits when someone mentioned the number of times she'd visited the college, she corrected them and said, no, one more, don't forget that visit in 1940. So after she became queen, Her Majesty's first visit to us was in 1959 for the college's centenary celebrations, celebrating 100 years since we opened. There were a lot of special events that year, but the highest point of all has to be the royal visit, which took place on May the 8th, 1959. The Queen, along with her husband, the Duke of Edinburgh, arrived in the morning and inspected the Guard of Honour, which the CCF had put on for her. Then in front quad, she unveiled the two memorial stones on either side of the entrance to Great School, which you can still see today. One of these records the opening of the school by Queen Victoria in 1859 and The visit by King Edward VII for the 50th anniversary in 1909 and the other records Her Majesty's visit on that day, 1959. So after Sherry in Great School, the Queen and Prince Philip went over to the dining hall where they met the head of school and the prefects and then had lunch. And in the afternoon, the royal party made quite an extensive tour of the school. They went to the library and the chapel. They saw the special centenary opera or musical being rehearsed and they visited a house or, or dormitory, as most of them were known then. The one chosen was the Beresford, which in those days was in the main building overlooking Back Quad, where part of the Blücher is now. And they went into the room of a boy called Christopher Myers, who has never forgotten that occasion. I've, uh, I've spoken to him about it. After that, they toured the science buildings and met some of the long-serving members of college staff. Then they drove slowly along the kilometre, seeing athletics on Rockies and students practising a gymnastic display for speech day. And they visited Grubby's, where the Duke of Edinburgh tried to either buy or sell some sweets. The story varies on that one. And then the health health centre, or sanatorium as it was known in those days, and eventually back to Great Gate, from which they left. So you can see it really was a full day's visit with a lot packed into it. And shortly afterwards, the college received a letter from the Queen's private secretary, which said, the Queen was particularly glad that she was able to visit Wellington in a comparatively informal way, which allowed her to meet and talk to a number of the staff and the boys and to gather a first-hand impression of their work and games. For Her Majesty, this was certainly more interesting and agreeable than any formality that Wellington might have offered. She hopes that the school was of the same opinion. So we know that she really enjoyed her visit and appreciated the the way that it was organised. Now we have a wonderful archive film of this visit which was produced at the time. That is online and we'll include a link to it on the Jukebox website so that you can watch it for yourself. The Queen's next visit was in 1974 when she opened the building named after her, Queen's Court. That was the most important new building at Wellington for 40 years. It was the culmination of several years of fundraising and then building. And although it might not be a particularly attractive building, at the time it provided much needed, very modern facilities for teaching and for drama and so on. So it was only fitting to name it in the Queen's honour. Like her previous visit, this one was on a beautiful sunny day, the 3rd of June. The Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh arrived in the morning and met Various guests, teachers, and prefects in great school, then again had lunch in the dining hall. And while the royals and the VIPs and the prefects and so on were having their nice lunch in hall, I'm told that the rest of the school were provided with rather stale sandwiches to eat in their houses and keep out of the way. After that, the whole school assembled on the steps which make the sort of outdoor amphitheatre outside Queen's Court. There were stands for for more visitors, and in all, there were about 1,500 people. So, there was an opening ceremony for the building, and the Queen unveiled the plaque, which is still there. She also presented the Queen's medal to the head of school. Of course, that's normally presented on speech day, but it's something of a tradition that if the monarch visits at a date around then, he or she will present the medal in person. The Queen and the Duke then toured the new building, where a variety of exhibitions had been put on for them. That part of the day was supposed to take less than an hour. But in fact, they took so much interest in everything that they saw, it lasted over an hour and a half. When they came out again, the school choir and orchestra performed a piece by Haydn called Achieved is the Glorious Work, which very appropriate for a new building, and that was the end of the day. Again, there's a film of that event, and we'll include the link on the website so you can have a look at it. That one doesn't have any sound, however. The 1959 film does have a soundtrack narrated by the head of school. It was nearly 20 years before the Queen's next visit, which was in 1993 on April the 26th. This time, the Queen and the Duke were accompanied by the Duke and Duchess of Kent, the Duke of Kent being our president, of course. They attended a special service in chapel and then visited the Newsome Sports Hall, which had opened in 1990, so it was still comparatively new at that time. And they saw students doing various sports and chatted to some of the students and staff. And my favourite photo from any of the Queen's visits is from that day. The Queen's talking to a group of people in the sports hall and someone's made her laugh and she's really genuinely laughing. And I think it does highlight that she did enjoy those less formal aspects of the visit the most. After that, she formally opened the new Hopeton, which had just been built, because originally the Hopeton was also in the central part of college on the top floor of Back quad, where part of the line dock is now. The Queen was shown round the new Hopeton building, which was a boy's house in those days, and by a strange coincidence, one of the rooms she visited was occupied by a certain William Young, later the pop star Will Young. And again, we have a photo of of that occasion with 14-year-old Will standing rather awkwardly while the Queen inspects his room. But since then, he has met her a few more times. (laughs) At the end of the day, the whole school assembled in Combermere Quad and Prince's Quad and the Queen again presented the Queen's Medal and gave a short speech. In it, she referred to her first visit in 1940, when tradition has it that her father, the King, looked at the bombed-out Master's Lodge and said, that building will depress the boys, pull it down. And so they did, and the present Master's Lodge was built after the war. In her speech, the Queen mused on what might happen if she said something similar about the new Hopeton, which would certainly present the governors with a problem that if she said she liked it so much that they should build another one, that might have been a problem as well. So she concluded by saying that she would just keep her counsel, thank everyone for their warm welcome, and, as was customary, ask that the school could have an extra day's holiday. Her last official visit was in 2009 for the college's 150th anniversary. And let's just appreciate what an achievement that is to be here for two anniversaries 50 years apart. And this was Her Majesty's first visit, since the school had become fully co-educational. For her first three visits, there would have been no girls here at all, and for the fourth, only a handful in the sixth form. But I'm sure she noticed a real difference in 2009, because she was shown around by the head boy and head girl, and was introduced to the first girl to be a CCF section leader at Wellington. And by all accounts, she was really pleased about that. There were also both girls and boys among the art students she met, and the drama group, who amused her with their rapid-fire performance in which they presented the entire history of Wellington College in eight minutes. Although this was a shorter visit than previous occasions, the Queen this time opened the Modern Languages building, which had just been built, and as before, finished with the school assembling in Cumbermere and Prince's Quad and three cheers for Her Majesty. That was the Queen's last official visit to college, but I found out only recently that she did come one more time, in 2011, when the International Round Square Conference was held at Wellington. She came for the conference's opening, but because that was a visit to Round Square, not to the college as such, it didn't get as much coverage in our records. So I hope that's been an interesting journey through the Queen's connection with Wellington. If you'd like to know more, we held an online event a few months ago in which I interviewed some of the old Wellingtonians who'd met the Queen when they were students during her visits. And that too is available to watch on our Vimeo channel, so we'll include a link to that as well. What strikes me most about all these these visits is Her Majesty's keen memory and her attention to detail. On each visit, she made reference to her own previous visits and those of her predecessors. And what she seems to have enjoyed most is meeting and chatting to the students and the staff. We were really very privileged to call her our visitor for 70 years, And we do hope that King Charles will do us the honour of taking on that title too. Caroline, thank you so much for coming to talk to Duke Box. It's been a real treat to hear about everything that exists down in the college archives. There was one thing that caught my ear in that recitation, and that was after the third visit when you mentioned that the Queen, as is custom, asked for an extra day's holiday for the school. What was that custom based on? Where did this originate? Ah, yeah, well, that's really an old tradition Um, because what you have to remember is that for for most of the college's history, uh, first of all, nobody went home at weekends um, and also there were no half terms. So once you were here, you were here for the whole term with, with no holidays other than sort of day and a half off at weekends, really. And so it had become customary for any... VIP visitor and certainly members of the royal family if they came to uh, to ask the head if the boys could have an extra day's holiday um, after their visit uh, and that because you know because it's a member of the royal family, the head couldn't say no really so that was generally granted in fact when uh, at the visit in nineteen fifty nine I read that the college got four days holiday after that, so in effect they got a may half term when otherwise they wouldn't have had one. With the event of proper half-terms, the, the request went down again to uh, just a day. But that's, uh, that's where the tradition came from. I'm sure it sweetened any, any royal visits for, uh, for the students here. It's been a privilege to have you here again, Caroline. Thank you so much for all of your work. And like you said, we're really looking forward to hopefully making this a more regular thing this year. Yeah, I I really love talking about aspects of the college's history and sharing that with people and so I'll try to come back in a couple of months' time and, and talk about something else.
1: Wonderful. Thanks we for can't having wait me. to
0: hear what, what catches your attention next. Okay.